This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, everyone, and welcome to another special episode of IndiePod, where we get to talk to the people behind some of our favorite indie games. Now, today we have Philip Drobar, the solo dev working on a title known as Chestnut Grove. Philip, thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. Of course. Now, you actually reached out, which I'm super thankful for, because this was a very interesting game, and I think it's very relevant for, obviously, today's times. Uh, but before we talk about the game itself, let's get to know the mind behind it. Philip, how did you get into the game space? Because looking at your biography from the website, it seems like this is your first game. Am I correct? Uh, you are correct. It is. Right. So how, what was that process like, and how did you start working on your first game? Um... So I was always like super into games growing up. Mm -hmm. um, and I actually, as a kid or teenager, I initially wanted to become a game developer. And I started making like little games in QBasic, like started with text adventures. And then that just kind of fell off the radar and I just pursued other things and lost interest mm -hmm. in pursuing it as a career. And recently, um, with more of these um, powerful engines becoming free and accessible and all these tools becoming accessible, like Unity and Unreal Engine, um, I got back into it. And um, the, the first project that I started to try make as a serious game was uh, Chestnut Grove. Awesome. And so... What has your experience like before we actually talked uh, about the game? Because this is obviously very relevant to its story. But what has your experience been like with COVID nineteen, and what about it pushed you to start working on a game? It it was a little bit of a parallel development, the game and the, the COVID crisis. Mm -hmm. um, initially, I, I I didn't plan to make a game about COVID. I was just um, playing around in Unity and figuring out game mechanics that I just, I wanted to see, can I do this? Can I do that in the game? Mm -hmm. And as I was working on this, the, the COVID crisis kicked into gear and it became more and more serious. And me being in, in I, I had to go into isolation for a little bit myself. Um, I realized that like this kind of fits together almost organically, like, um, the, the game that I was just working on and how it would actually also be able to reflect the, the life in the COVID crisis. Right. That makes sense. Was there any anything more of the reasoning behind the game? You know, you have this, this crisis that's happening and you're also working on this game that brings you into this state of mind where you say, okay, I want to keep pursuing building this out but then what was it that really struck a chord with you that said you know what i want to also make the main theme of this game designed around the pandemic that i'm actually living right now i think for me it was the the experience being in in i, I had to self-quarantine and then i started working from home being stuck in this place 
Mm -hmm. um like being stuck in like a very limited area of movement kind of like um um, um, thing it became to me like i want to like this is in a way like being stuck in a level (laughs) or (laughs) being in a because in in when you play a game you kind of like sometimes go around and check okay where are the borders of this level that i'm playing and it 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 for me it, it became like almost like an allegory a little bit and and then um what happened to me was also um these these postings were started popping up around my building about um oh you know with the current health crisis please keep in mind of this all your tenants please do this and they kind of reminded me of this is like when you play a game you sometimes find these documents and they kind of tell you what happened at this place and I thought, like, yeah, this is now happening in real life. <laughs> we find <laughs> these documents that tell us what's going on. Um, and, you know, if we would just never take them down, this is what, like, people coming after us will find. And this is what they will use to puzzle together the history of this place or this time. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. It's an interesting way to look at it. And it, the main reason why I asked that question is just because for me personally, I'm... I mean, obviously we're still in this, but I'm sick of it. Like I'm very over what's happening. Not that I can do anything about it, but it's just, it's a a very frustrating time, you know? So it's, it's one of those things where it is interesting that you chose to still stick with, I'm being in this isolated world and then also working on a game about being in an isolated world. And I, I feel like that's both interesting, but also almost trapping yourself a little bit more even so it it just really intrigued me that i was like yeah that's cool but man i feel like i would go even double crazy if i was building a world where i was stuck in there too you know what i mean absolutely i think for me because like people also ask me this like oh my god this is like this is too much almost or like this is just (laughs) replicating it and video games should should help us escape from this and i think there's plenty of games that do that of course but for me it's it's it was a personal game. It was for me kind of coping and doing something with how I felt during this crisis and during, during being, being trapped at home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I understand that. And that makes sense. Like it's, everyone has their own way of coping with things. It Mm -hmm. totally makes sense that that was your outlet and your way to express yourself in this. And I think it came out and turned into something that is actually very in, I wouldn't say inspiring in the way of like, you know, you're, it's kind of a, a depressing theme, but it, I think it is a very important theme and something to very well document what really happened in this time, uh, which I think will be interesting even, you know, not today only, but also years down the road when hopefully this is over and past us, it'll be interesting to go back and see like, this is kind of what it was like of just being in this state where, you know, you can't really see anyone. You can't talk to many people. Everything is very secluded and isolated. Um, but I know we're, we're kind of jumping all over the place here. I want to just <laughs> bring this back for some of the people who might not know anything about Chestnut Grove. Um, I was lucky enough to try out the beta before this, which was actually a lot of fun. And I recommend people, if they listen to this and it sounds interesting, to go and pre-order the game on itch.io because you'll be able to get that beta. Um, but for those who don't know anything about the game, how would you personally explain Chestnut Grove? Kind of like your elevator pitch. Uh, Chestnut Grove is a small little walking simulator kind of game with like some very light puzzling. Um, and the emphasis of the game is on like mood and atmosphere. 
So and you're stuck in an apartment or in your building during the crisis and you're trying to find Alex, who's your partner, because you just wake up in front of the TV and you're alone and you don't know what exactly is going on besides a cryptic text message. Right. And yeah, that's kind of like the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, don't sell it too short because this was a very interesting <laughs> time. There, like, there's a lot of those those messages that you were talking. And there's a lot of that looking at the environment and finding little bits and clues about how the world is or the state of the world at this time, which is very brought into your real life because this these are all real life notes i i saw an interesting quote on the website that specifically brought up that these were you know both the real life notes but also your own experiences and i know there's to some nature it might just be the fact that you were isolated and that's where this came from but how much of the game is actually fictitious did you know someone who actually left because of feeling trapped from these lockdowns or was that more of just part of the story to give you some motive to leave um that part is fictitious okay it's um it it was for me more to set up like I felt like sometimes when I was like in self-isolation and I mean I, I still kind of am um, yeah some days I find myself just okay what is what am I even doing with my day besides of course like working maybe and and or like, um it's 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 like there is no incentive to go anywhere right or or a purpose to go somewhere. And and for me in in the game, there was it was kind of like just a little push you get to like why would you even want to leave the apartment? I mean, of course, players usually they would try to leave the apartment anyway, right? But I wanted it to to make a bit more sense within the kind of character you inherit in the game, right? It gives you that motive that that push outside the door as opposed to just someone yeah. being inside and being like, well, I wonder where I can go. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, let's talk about some of the messages you bring up in the game, because there are some very heavy topics mentioned, obviously COVID statistics, uh, but also suicide hotlines. What did you hope to ultimately achieve with this game? Is it more of a vessel to talk about its impact or something else? I think for me, it's the game itself is like a document of this time. The, that was my main motivation. Like mm -hmm. you said earlier, maybe in, in a couple of years down the line. Um, I wanted this game to kind of represent how it actually was and like the the worst time, I think, like um, when really everything was closed, everybody was stuck inside and you got like daily messages and notes like about like what's going on. And I wanted to capture that, that feeling, but also the actual documents around you. And it's an interesting thing because I'm sure there's going to be some of these when we're past this, where you'll find documentaries on something like Netflix that talk about what COVID was like in different parts of the States, different parts of other countries around the world and what their plight was like during this. But it'll be interesting, especially to get that in this form of media, because it's more of an experience where you get to live it. Uh, even though, you know, most people probably lived it, but like yeah. to re-experience that or even, you know, down the road years on out when you think about like, I think uh, one day if I do have a kid and people talk to me about this or even just talking to other people's like kids or generations after me of what this would have been like, it's kind of hard to 
to even imagine trying to explain this to someone who didn't, you know, actually be a part of it. Mm. Whereas this gives you that understanding of like, yeah, you just can't go in anyone's rooms. You can't talk to anyone. Everything is very standoffish. There's just all these notes about people having to kind of limit themselves to the actions that we know and have been accustomed to. Yeah, yeah, just the the adjustments in our lives. Exactly. Hmm. So uh, one of the questions I wanted to ask you, because you mentioned this of working from home, is this something you're working on full time or is this just more of a passion project? It um, It's a passion project. I, I was starting on it when I was um, still working and then um, had to go into quarantine. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then um, unfortunately, also during the crisis, I was laid off. And, Sorry. and uh, thank you. It's and and then it gave me, ironically, it gave me more time to finish this faster. Right. Um, well, like like get get it out there, get it in a in a state where I wanted it to be out in the world faster. Yep, that makes sense. And so yeah, I I only I see it as a passion project. I don't expect it to be like a commercial pro- product in any way. Right. I mean, and that's fine. You know, it doesn't have to be this monumentous thing, but Mm. even a passion project could be still a full-time thing depending on how you're looking at it. So it's, it's more of that. uh, I'm asking the question to see more of where we expect things like this game would probably be done in the near future, or maybe not because if it's just a side passion project, then it might just be something that you work on little by little over time, because obviously people have, to meet needs ends and have to have a job and, and be able to provide for themselves, which is understandable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I expect it to be like in a way where I consider it finished in hopefully a month or two. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And so is there any idea what might be different from the beta version to the final product? Because the way it seemed uh to end at least in the beta it did seem like that was a good place to kind of round it out uh i would expect that if you continued through with the game at the point that it it ended you would have much much more to design yes um so in terms of overall length of the game or like additional um um, things to explore or see in the game um as it is right now in the beta i consider it done so there will not be any more um storylines or or, or gotcha uh extensive environments or anything like that mm-hmm. um i have a little bit of extra content but it's a um it's just like a, a small little chunk that i want to have in the finished in the, mm-hmm. in the final mm-hmm. version mm-hmm. but it's not gonna fundamentally <laughs> um change or extend the game Right, that makes sense. So I'm expecting this is something more like just additional bits and pieces for you to stumble upon during that area, but no like new rooms or something like that. Uh, that'll be a surprise for you. <laughs> oh, okay. You oh. at the end. I want to. I want to cool. keep, keep that a little bit as a. You you'll see it when you play it, kind of thing. <laughs> gotcha. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, oh, overall, sorry, sorry. <laughs> overall, I. I because I knew it was my first game, I tried to keep the scope as small as possible mm-hmm. and rather focus, okay, I can actually finish this um, and it's within my abilities. 
and also of course with the crisis i kind of wanted to be um to hit the the zeitgeist a little bit i wanted to be able to right. get it out there while everything was still going on um just to to share this experience it's interesting then because the amount that's in it obviously this is a a, a smaller game when you think of some of the bigger like AAA titles and things like that but it, was this done in only the few months that like we've had for this pandemic i know you mentioned that you were working on little bits and pieces here and there as far as the the like the me- certain mechanics but was most of this content done within that that, that like 5 month range uh yeah actually Wow, that's really nice. Yeah, that's that's uh, pretty impressive for what you have involved in it. So I would say congrats to to getting that out. Thank you. The one thing I will ask, though, then, if this is, for the most part, what you're going to get or what is there for Chestnut Grove, what's the next steps for you? Do you plan on continuing and creating a new game? Was this more of just something that you just on the side wanted to do but you're not going to continue further where do you see yourself going now that chestnut grove is coming to an end um i i have to say that like i still want to keep making games Mm -hmm. and i have a next project in in the works but it's still very very early in it and it's gonna be a very very different kind of game um but i I think with this game, it really helped me to see what I what I can do and and um, w- what I'm able to learn and make with Unity. In this case, it's Unity, and how much fun it is. And it really, I think, it also actually helped me just the the process of creating something and being creative with a medium I love. Um, that also helped me face this crisis and, and kept me sane in a way. <laughs> so, yeah other other than this just as a as a side note what have you been doing to keep yourself from going insane during these times oh um i i actually try to to work creatively as much as i can um it it i don't know why but i it i just recently got into this phase again where the creative juices are flowing as they say <laughs> and yeah. i've been yeah, working on Chestnut Grove, working on a new game project. There's um, a third project that I'm collaborating with a friend of mine, which is also still very early, so I can't really say much about it. Wow. All right. Well, a lot of good stuff coming from you. We'll have to have you on again when those projects get uh, closer to fruition. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. love to talk about it. That's awesome. So one of the things that I do love to ask, especially for people who are, in your case, solo devs, because that's obviously a much harder job when considering how many pieces you have to be in charge of, I always like to hear advice from people in this space because it takes a lot to create a game. It's, it's you know, for most people who buy games and play games, they love them, but they really don't know too much about what goes on behind the scenes. And it's it's honestly, in some cases, magic how these games come to be. So what you've learned in this short amount of time, because this is your first project, you're now getting those creative juices flowing. You're starting to think about all these other different things that you do, you've done and and wanting to learn more. What are, so, what are some of the things that you wish you had known or some of the things that you've learned along the way so far that you think other others might benefit from? Um, I think for me, the most helpful thing was 
Um, and it's a bit of vague, vague advice, but I can elaborate a bit more on it. Is okay, sure. stick to your vision. And a lot of times you, you of course, when especially when you're starting out, you want to copy certain mechanics, you want to copy certain games and styles and and that's that's fine and great but um you have to have a vision that makes your game kind of like stand out or unique right and that can also change during development like for me um i knew that like i knew very early on how i wanted the whole game almost to look and feel mm-hmm um, but then the, the more difficult part for me was, okay, how can I convey the feeling of, of being stuck there and really filling out the, the, like making it a COVID game without hitting you in the face with it. Right, <laughs> kind of like, yeah. um, so I had to make this balance of like, okay, this is not like this, it's not this typical story game where you have like a quest and you have to go from A to B and do C on, along the way and. Mm-hmm. It the game tells you every five minutes, but at the same time, I needed to convey to the player what this game, in a way, is about. That it is showing you the life in in COVID isolation. Right. And and I had a, a a good friend of mine who helped me a lot and gave me a lot of feedback in like um, conveying this and 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 being in this place and what it actually feels like to be in a place like this and how can I how can I show this in the game so. Um, I think right. f- feedback in that direction is also very important and being open to this, um, learning to hearing like, okay, this feedback or this feeling fits actually my concept, my vision for the game or other things do not fit to the, to the vision. Right. It becomes really hard. You know, you're trying to build out this obvious documentary of what COVID was like, but you also don't want to be much to your point, so in your face with this, because then it'll almost become distasteful. And it's it's a tough line to, to balance of which side you want to be on and where you have to hit the mark so that it feels in that light of isolation, but not too much where you're just like, this is too much of a drag, but I, I want to see where this is going and what the world is like. So it does become a, a bit challenging. So I think your point about vision makes a lot of sense of being very meticulous about what message you want to convey overall becomes the more important thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I do have one last question before we go and wrap this up. Uh, one of them was, uh, that I mentioned, sorry, I don't know where my mind went there. (laughs) One of the questions that I had was around the release date. And we just talked about, uh, the fact that this could be coming out quite soon, which is awesome. But, uh, at this point, it seems like it's only on itch.io. Is that going to be the only place it lives? Are we planning to put it on somewhere like steam or, or another, uh, actual service or where can people get this game? Um, yeah, currently it's on itch.io. Um, I, I'm planning to get it on Steam. I just need to figure out all the logistics and right, getting yeah. a store page set up and, and getting registered with Steam. So that might take a while. I don't have a, a timeline for that, but gotcha. it is it is like a goal. Um, but yeah, right now the current beta is available on itch.io. And I can also announce that um, going forward, it's going to be by donation so you can pay what you want for the game oh very cool 
And um, yeah, I would love to hear from anybody that um, played this game and their experiences with it. Happy to get it out there finally. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm sure after all that time of, of slaving away, you want to obviously see what the people think about it. And I, I hope that you do get, you know, a large amount of people that actually have eyes on this because I do think it's important. I do think it's interesting for people to see this. Obviously, some might not want it as much just because they're already living this, but I think it is a nice way to gain some perspective of what another person is feeling. And you'll find, I would assume that many people are feeling the same thing, which is, you know, it's, it's one of those nice things about this is obviously the pandemic, there's nothing good to it, but it is nice. The fact that we're all in this together in that same, we, we have a lot of those same moments where we all feel this trapped sense of kind of uh, just inability to do anything this helplessness and it's just a, a good way to get that that perspective that others can tell and see this story in a different light so i definitely think that people should check this out if you're listening and you're interested in this chestnut grove is currently in development but you can go ahead and pre-order that game on itch.io as we mentioned uh once again philip thank you so much for coming on today and best of luck with the game thank you for having me thank you of course 